guys, welcome to episode 63 of a wrestling gal podcast, providing you with a female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J, as today I am joined by the Charm City Angel, Casey Lennox. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today, I am joined by the current Ignite Women's Champion, the Charm City Angel, Casey Lennox. So how are you doing today? I am good. It's my only day off. Oh, really? (laughs) Well, thank you for joining me today. I'm, I'm honored, truly. No, thanks for having me. So firstly, how did you stay occupied during this whole quarantine situation? Oh my goodness. Um, so I started like a lot of home projects. Ooh. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I would start, I would do a workout because I wanted to stay active because I, I, you know, didn't want to gain yeah, exactly. 15, mm-hmm. 20, 30 and uh, <laughs> um so I, I did a workout in the morning and uh I would have like a little project to do every day so like I would start I started painting like my bookshelf um I like redid the bathroom um just a bunch of little stuff like that mm-hmm. so that's how I stayed occupied so would you say you're like a interior design expert now? I feel like I am. <laughs> there you go. You, there you go. The new hobby. Me on HDTV. There you go. <laughs> now, it's evident that you watch and study a lot of wrestling and opponents, but is there a certain wrestler you think you've learned the most from when studying them? Um, I I would say I feel like like I get a lot of from a lot of stuff from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I have to do any promos, um, I definitely channel Zelina Vega. Ooh, okay. Um, so I can see that. I just like how how intellectual she is mm-hmm. and how she uses words that aren't. I don't want to say like they're smart, but they're like they're not basic little words. Like yeah. she uses words. They're that bigger you don't words. Hear yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's yeah, she's like really good. Um, she knows how to speak and how to speak properly. Um, she doesn't rush through anything, you know, uh, and she still kind of puts her little New York little twang on it. Yeah. So I definitely go to her. Yeah. She's, she's she's amazing. Sorry. No, she's Um, amazing. I agree. Uh, I go to her for like promo stuff. And then who would I say my mood set is most similar to? Probably... I probably do like a bunch of stuff that Santana does because Mm -hmm. she taught me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So mm, this is such a hard question. It's not even really that hard. Who do you enjoy studying then? If not necessarily similar to you, who do you enjoy studying then? Their moveset and all that in the ring. I honestly, like I don't have a certain person in particular. I try to go towards somebody who like isn't, isn't active right now. Mm-hmm. Um, or isn't, you know, active, uh, per se, like, like all year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I study a lot of, I study a lot of Layla. Okay. Um, I study Molly Holly. She's I great. I study mm-hmm. Ivory. I feel like Ivory and Molly Holly were definitely underrated for their, for their air. For sure. Um, so I study a lot of them. I actually study, uh, 
Summer Ray. Ooh, okay. Just because, like, we're yeah, we're both taller. She uses she used like her legs a lot. That in, is true in her matches. So I wanted to like I wanted to start using my legs because I do have longer mm-hmm. legs. Yeah. Um. So I study her for that. Um. Maurice, I use her. <sighs> Love her. Um. Yeah. Me Love too. Her. Like. Dude, she needs to stop having babies and just come back to wrestling. <laughs> she was so good as a heel, like, growing up. Even though we were supposed to hate her, like, I wanted to be her. She was so good. She was. She, Dear Lord, she was great. <laughs> um, I actually go for my gear, like, um, I've been looking at a lot of her stuff. Because she was, like, the gear queen of yes. her era. And, like, now I feel like it's Chelsea, but I can't, you know, steal Chelsea stuff because she's still active. Yeah. But, <laughs> um... Those are just some of the people I study. I actually watch um, Eve a lot. Eve uh, Torres. Mm-hmm. She's really good. She was really, really good. Um, but I definitely feel like I always go back to um, Ivory and uh, Molly Holly. Like, okay. those are my all mm-hmm. the time I go back to. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Those are some great names. And I, w- I love watching them, too. Going back and watching that, like, Ruthless Aggression Attitude Era, like, in there, yeah. that in-between is a great time. Have to agree. Yeah. No, I definitely feel um, like those two. And, I mean, like, everybody says Trish and Lita. And, yeah. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like maybe that's why a lot, like, you'll see a lot of that stuff in matches. But I think Ivory and, like, Molly Holly were the, like, not saying Trish and Lita weren't the wrestlers. I feel like Molly Holly and Ivory were more more of the athlete yes. kind of wrestlers. Like I, I know Trish what you mean. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like I know Trish what you mean. Was, you know, the puppies. Like, that would always be the thing that was said when she would come out. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I feel like they were more of the athlete wrestlers versus the, how do you say, I mean, like diva yeah. wrestlers. I understand what you mean completely. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that either. But yeah, I understand completely. Now, one of your t-shirts, by the way, which I love this spin, this unique spin on it, is inspired by your favorite candy, Sour Patch. But what other sweets or foods do you just savor during your cheat days, if you even have any? Oh, I, I have plenty. Okay. <laughs> um, so my favorite candy is that. And then I love um, I love donuts. Oh, Yes. Um, and I'm picky about my donuts. So I, (laughs) there's a place around here called Donut King and they used to make, uh, like donuts specific, not specifically for me, but they would make a glazed donut and then I would always get white icing put on top of it because if it doesn't have like glaze at the bottom, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's dry. Mm -hmm. Anywho, (laughs) um, they stopped making it. (gasps) So I had to stop going there. So now I go to Wawa's. Wawa's actually Mm -hmm. has like a very decent donut to me the dough to icing ratio is perfect (laughs) and when i get like when i get that into you know (laughs) ratios and stuff like that about a donut that's where it's like obsessive (laughs) no donuts Um, are an addiction though they're so good they're so good i mean if you don't like donuts, i don't know let me not say (laughs) you're you're not cool that's mean um (laughs) i always also eat like pizza or something that has like spaghetti sauce Mm -hmm. and cheese so whether it's um like pizza or like cheesy breadsticks Mm -hmm. or um we call them pizza fries it's just french fries with sauce and cheese i haven't haven't heard that that. i didn't hear no i've never heard of that I'm from New no, York. So I've good. never heard of that. Interesting. It's so good. But definitely something that has sauce and cheese and then um, either donuts or my 
my kick this like these past few weeks have been cake and ice cream like regular Mm -hmm. vanilla cake with my ice cream that's been my kick for the past like few weeks that sounds so good casey oh my god i i want all of it right now (laughs) sounds so good now now moving on where did you actually get the nickname charm city angel from so charm city is actually the nickname for baltimore okay so being from baltimore uh charm city um Mm -hmm. and then angel just because i'm a gemini so when i think gemini um i think you know angel devil or Mm -hmm. uh two different sides or like nice and crazy stuff like that you know mm-hmm. um so i went with angel and it was actually going to be siren but someone here was already using a similar um kind of like moniker okay uh, so i went with angel charm city angel well it works oh, i nice. think i think it fits you quite well <laughs> some days i mean if i'm a bad guy then i gotta switch it to devil i guess charm city devil there you go have you actually ever come out as charm city devil before <laughs> No, but now okay. I say it, I might. You I should. <laughs> just once, just once at least. Right? You got to do it. <laughs> now, as the current Ignite Women's Champion, can you kind of describe the overall atmosphere of Ignite as a female-owned business itself? Yes. Okay, so Ignite is one of the most professional uh, organizations and companies that I've worked for. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, some people don't, realize that kim owns ignite um Mm -hmm. but she uh she's really great she she empowers like she empowers the entire locker room we'll have this like meeting beforehand she just like praises and thanks everyone who you know comes there she gives us so much positive reinforcement and positive motivation um so that's really nice and like she's a female there's not a lot of female owned companies around true but Mm -hmm. she is one of the good ones and i'm you know i'm glad to be able to uh represent that company and i'm glad that she she trusts me to represent the company so overall it's super chill there everybody um is an amazing talent everybody works hard everybody puts everything into their matches um and then kim is just such a loving and caring and nurturing and uh motivating female and promoters that was cool now you talk about females in the wrestling industry and this next person you actually trained alongside and you mentioned her earlier you actually trained alongside santana garrett for a while so can you tell me what were some of your main takeaways with working or training with her so training with santana like she teaches you everything inside the ring and then she teaches you so much more outside learning just, you know, basic roles or pins or stuff like that. That's what I would learn from her inside the ring. So just all the basic cool little flashy things. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like I've learned a lot more from her outside of the ring. Yeah. Just as Mm -hmm. like how to present yourself, um, how to, how, you know, how to present yourself in public or, Uh, on Mm -hmm. your social media or um at a show anything like that how to kind of like value yourself Mm -hmm. um so that's definitely what I learned from her and it definitely helped like so many people regarding social media um like so many people just kind of post whatever Mm -hmm. and in this day and age you know we're in such a social media based 
world. Yeah, you're like kind of scrutinized. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're scrutinized and you have to like watch what you post and Mm -hmm. stuff like that because you never know who's watching. Like a five-year-old person could be watching what you post. Um, But she's definitely helped with that and how to uh, represent myself um, as a female in this business. And I am forever grateful. That's, and I miss her. <laughs> I know. That's cool, too, though, because that's not something they, like, typically teach in a wrestling school. I feel like Santana kind of went out of her way to teach you guys, like, social media presence is definitely huge in this day and age. And that's really cool that you could have a female to not only look up to, but, like, she's got your back, like, outside of wrestling and training. That's awesome. Love the empowerment. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's cool. She's, like, one of the most humble people ever and i'm so glad she's signed finally no <laughs> now like you mentioned it yes yeah, santana is signed to nxt so besides her is there any nxt talent you would love to square off with so i would love to work um with shotzi oh, she's pretty new. i'd love to work with her mm-hmm. i've trained with mia um a few times i would actually love uh to work with dakota Oh, like, that'd be awesome. With her right now, mm-hmm. like her heel stuff is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd love to work with her. And then she's not really in NXT anymore, but I'd like to work with Bianca. Um, Bianca Belair, yeah, she's yeah, slowly rising up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then if they ever came back to NXT, I would love to work with either Peyton or Billy. So those are my tops. I would love, love, love to work with Peyton. And I can't wait to see her get more TV time because she's freaking amazing. I know. Um, But yeah, that's who I'd like to work with from there. They have so many females on their roster. I'm trying to Mm -hmm. go down like everybody who's there. NXT? Okay, maybe I'm biased, but I feel like the NXT women's roster is like elite. They have so many amazing talents. Like I just can't even describe the talent they have. I have to agree completely. I know. Oh, Chelsea. I would love to work with Chelsea. Chelsea I about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she there's a lot. I'll just work with everyone. We'll go with that. I know. <laughs> just put us in like a battle royal, but there you go. give us actual time to do stuff. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's all you need. Get your time to shine. There you go. <laughs> now, is there a certain match stipulation that you'd like to tackle sometime that you haven't yet? I would love to do a TLC match. Ooh. Those are my favorite not my favorite but like they're one of the matches that i'd love to like i can mm-hmm. sit down and watch forever um so definitely a tlc match um yeah tables ladders and chairs because like i don't i don't i haven't really been in a match where i've gotten hit with a chair or anything like brutal mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. really. i mean like the worst is like a bar fight but Ooh, yeah um, <laughs> I'd like to do something like that. Like, I want to get slammed through a table and, like, hit with chairs and jump off ladders and all that fun stuff. No, so, yeah, definitely a TLC match. <laughs> are you scared of heights at all? Because I've talked to some people and they would love to do a TLC match, but the ladder was kind of intimidating for them. So, I want to say, I want to say, yeah, but, like, once I'm up there, like, I mean. It's probably just adrenaline. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably just <laughs> adrenaline. Yeah, like you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would, I was always so scared to do. Um, oh my goodness, what are they called? Like any any rope stuff, like where I would jump off top the rope. rope. Mm-hmm. But like once you're up there, like screw it, just do it. <laughs> Alrighty, well yeah, go big or go home. 
Yeah, right. (laughs) Now, switching gears here a little bit, something astonishing I found in my research upon you is that you actually enrolled in modeling school and they actually told you to lose your hips, which, by the way, you are gorgeous. So this was like very like I was like, what? So can you tell me more about this experience and how that affected you? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, So I went to modeling school when I was 16. I want to say okay, 16. We'll go with that age. Um, <laughs> I went to modeling school when I was 16. And um, upon completion, you have to do an acting segment and mm-hmm. you have to do a um, like a kind of runway segment. And I was given a contract and they told me that I had to essentially lose my hips and my left handle areas and my thighs and all that fun stuff. When you tell a 16 year old that Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, what? Exactly. Yeah. That ruins your self-confidence. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that's what people like hurt themselves over and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like why, I mean, I guess if your heart is truly in modeling, you know, you'll do whatever it Mm -hmm. takes to, to make it happen. And at that point, I guess I was just like, this isn't it for me. Like when they told me that I was, I was turned off by it. So I think that was kind of my turning point to be like, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I like my hips. I mean, I'm not crazy about my hips, but my body's my body. Like everybody should love who they are. Um, and now when I look at modeling, there's plus size models everywhere. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, so good for them. You know, sometimes, just like in wrestling, sometimes you just need, you need someone to change it. Uh, and it might take years, but eventually it does get changed. So, yeah. Well, yeah, you seem very self-assured and confident to me, but how do you think after that experience, how do you think you learn to embrace yourself more? Uh, <laughs> um, I kind of, I feel like maybe I learned how to embrace myself more, um, I, I would say probably just by enrolling in the gym, okay. um, mm-hmm. because I, I definitely went to the gym straight after that. Like it was, it was a thought in my back, like maybe mm-hmm. I can't get rid of my hips, you know? Um, but like I haven't, so maybe them telling me that that's, that's such a good question. <laughs> in, you, um, it's a journey though it's, it's as cliche as it is like it is like a process and a journey like I feel like no one's perfectly at that like confidence level but you slowly yeah. take steps to like make a conscious effort to learn to be more like self-confident it's never like you can just get there all in one step I feel like it's just a journey and like everyone has different steps obviously but it's like taking that like I guess you're first conscious effort was going to the gym then and like you said at the beginning of this interview you love working out and it makes you feel good so maybe that's like I guess maybe that's where you learn to embrace yourself more perhaps yeah like um you're right I do I do love working out and that probably is the the part that or the step that made me embrace myself and embrace my body um because I love my curves And I feel like, Mm -hmm. like curves are sexy and muscles are Mm -hmm. sexy and I don't want to be, you know, all twiggy or anything like that. And no offense to people who are, I mean, like if that make, if that's how you're happy, then that's how you're happy. But yeah, I mean, that is probably the turning point where I was like, you know what? I like this. 
I mean, my body can get smaller or bigger mm-hmm. or buffer or whatever, but I like this body that I'm in. So yeah, I think going to the gym um, or starting to go to the gym was what made me embrace myself and my confidence and my body and stuff like that. Well, I'm glad too. And I'm glad that you embrace your curves because it inspires girls like me who has curves too, who still, like I said, I'm still on my way, like fully embracing it, but it it is inspiring to see you so confident and assured to yourself, even if some of it is just fake it till you make it. To me, you look like (laughs) you exude that. So thank you. No, thank you. (laughs) I do fake it till I make it sometimes, but honestly, when you when you continue to work on yourself Mm -hmm. and you, you know, start to see those changes that just makes you want to continue and Mm -hmm. want to keep working, you know, because you want to keep seeing those changes. Exactly. Um, So it's nice. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Now I've heard you talk about too, you talk about having this determination to persevere and maybe we already kind of talked about this, but you talked about having the determination to persevere through multiple setbacks of your wrestling career. Cause I know you started out training at 18 and then kind of took a hiatus, but for you, what was the biggest setback for you that kind of led you to that hiatus or. Um, I wouldn't say, I don't know if setbacks like the correct word for what I'm about to say. Um, but like the reason that I stopped training was because I was told that the only way that I would make it is if I either sleep with someone or if I get better. And that kind of, that kind of turns me off because I was like, I'm trying to get better. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) like, don't tell me to go sleep with somebody to, you know, mm-hmm. make it to the top. So that kind of turned me off. That turned me off a lot. And I feel like that's why that's the reason why I stopped training when I did and where I did. And then from that point, I just kind of lived, lived life, you know, like a normal person. Mm-hmm. I had a, a nine to five job, not nine to five, but yeah, I had a I job. I know what you mean. Um, I was, getting out of high, or yeah I was getting out of high school like I was content and I feel like you should never just be mm-hmm. content with your life you know so yeah that's that would be the biggest that would be the setback that made me not want to be a wrestler anymore because in my head I was like oh I have to sleep with somebody mm-hmm. to get there and yeah especially but, at that age yeah you'll be- yeah. probably believe whatever you're told when you're that green yeah I I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's rough. And I mean, and now like now that I'm training again and now Mm -hmm. that I am back, you know, in wrestling, um, I can totally see the difference between the school that Mm -hmm. I previously was at, the school that I the school that I was previously at and then the school that I'm at uh, when I when I moved here. There's so Mm -hmm. much positive affirmation, even if you, you know, don't get it or even if Mm -hmm. you take several days or weeks to get it. The people here are so much more willing to take that time and to be like, it's okay, you'll get it, you know, at your own pace. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas back at home, it was just like, oh, you can't get it. We'll move on to the next Mm -hmm. thing. You got to sleep with somebody to get, you know, anywhere. Um, So, so yeah, that would be the biggest setback, I would say. Um, And I, like you said, I was so green. It was my first year of training. I was just excited, you know, Mm -hmm. to, to be a wrestler and be in a ring. But things happen for a reason, and I mean, yeah. (sighs) I'm shaking my head, yeah. 
but it's all good. I mean, I'm glad you're like, back now better than ever. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I'm glad where I'm, I'm actually happy where I'm at. Good. So good. yeah. <laughs> now what actually motivated you to come back and take that second chance in this pursuit of wrestling? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um, it was one of those moments. It was WrestleMania. Oh my goodness. It was the first WrestleMania in New York, New Jersey. I'm forgetting. I'm spacing 20, on like which 28? one it was. Cena Rock? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay, sorry. so 28. Okay. <laughs> um, so it was that. Um, 24. I know 2014, you, and then 2015, you had tough enough, but 2014, you were doing something with wrestling. So was it maybe 2014? No, 2013. So 2014 was Mania 30, with which was NOLA. And then the year before that was 29. Oh my goodness. I don't even know which WrestleMania it was. I'm so bad. It's okay. <laughs> It was it was a um a WrestleMania in New York. <laughs> and freaking I was just watching and my friends were there. It was me and three of my best friends we were watching and I'm like, This is it. Like it's that moment in my head it clicked and I was like, This is what I have to do and it's honestly nothing more than that. I had that moment where I was like, I'm meant to be in that ring and I, I made a post uh like right after the show and I was like this is going to be me Fuck. and <laughs> yeah oh. so that's what mm -hmm. that's what made me want to get back into it um just you know being there I guess hearing the crowd mm -hmm. that's what made me do it so yeah Wrestlemania <laughs> <laughs> well thank you Wrestlemania yeah Wrestlemania is just one of those magical moments I I haven't been there but I've had tons of people who have been there and they just say it's magical so I guess it's there was so something magical. in the air that night it is so magical it's amazing <laughs> you gotta go to one I know <laughs> but I don't know how that's gonna happen right now but yeah <laughs> Now, I know in 2015, I'm really interested to hear more about this, too. Back in 2015, when Tough Enough came back again, you actually applied to it, and you had a tryout afterwards. So can you tell me more about this experience? Uh, yes. So I applied for Tough Enough, like you said. Um, obviously, I didn't get picked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then I was contacted by uh, Canyon Seaman, and I went did the tryout at that point in my career. Like I had not trained. Um, mm. I hadn't trained like at all. Like literally there was no, I was barely in the gym. Um, and if I was in the gym, I was just doing like bull crap workout. Mm -hmm. Um, I hadn't been in a ring in almost five, five years. Um, so I went, did the tryout. I completely sucked. And I know like you should never say that, you sucked at anything I feel, but mm -hmm. I sucked. Uh -huh. <laughs> and it's a, I'll admit it. I was mm -hmm. not ready. Uh, I tried to get ready as much as I could, but I went in there with legit, like not much experience and it didn't turn out well. And it's a learning experience. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, I didn't even really have a career back then. Um, because I joined the wrestling school after my tryout. So <laughs> Well, you took the right step, though, afterwards. If you acknowledged that uh needed some work and some practice, you still took that extra step. And now look at you now. You're doing great. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love and how I, things work out? Yeah. 
<laughs> I actually, um, I looked up the WrestleMania. It was 29. Oh, 29. Okay. So 20. Okay. So yeah. yeah, 2013 then I believe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I was still, I was still living in Maryland back then. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, we moved to Florida that year. Ah. Yeah. In August. Now was that, (laughs) how was that move though? Was it like drastic or you just felt like you're kind of at home? Um, so my parents had actually wanted to move to Florida years ago when okay. I was in middle mm-hmm. school. Um, and I did the, cle- I did the classic, I don't want to leave my friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we ended up staying. Um, but nothing was tying us down to Maryland anymore. Like I graduated, my brother graduated. Um, so we just, you know, took the plunge and yeah. Oh. And then I, it, it, it took a little bit of time before I started to actually, um, train so we were down here since 2013 and then I didn't train until 2016 Mm -hmm. um just you know because of financial reasons I had to get a job study Mm -hmm. stuff like that but Mm -hmm. I'm at it now so yeah (laughs) I understand that finances are finances no I understand that trust me Now, I know one of your biggest goals, too, that you've said multiple times is to become a household name one day. But for you, what are some of the household names that come to your mind when you think of wrestling? Um, Right off the top, since we just talked about them, The Rock Mm -hmm. and John Cena. I would say Trish Stratus Mm -hmm. is definitely a household name. I want to say Gal Kim, but I feel like she's a household name for wrestling. Mm -hmm. Not so much, you know, not other genres yeah um not undertaker's definitely a household name like mm-hmm. everybody knows him even outside of wrestling like Hulk hogan fable just a lot of the older people mm-hmm. i mean newer people they still have to make their name for themselves yeah so. but newer people now are starting at least some of them are starting to be more mainstream like you see like sasha banks has been like mainstream a lot too which yeah. is totally cool I I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's possible in today's digital age. You never know who could be a household name like 10, 20 years from now. But yeah, I definitely have to agree with you with all of those names listed are the people who I like first think of when I think of wrestling. So I have right, to right, agree. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially like like there's TV shows now. Mm-hmm. Like there's Nikki and Brie. Exactly. They're, I would say mm-hmm. they are some of the like younger generation that you know, has that household name. Um, and I mean, maybe it is like a little easier now because like, like the TV shows or like the podcasts and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, or like branching off onto like different shows. Like Nikki was on dancing with the stars. Um, Mm -hmm. or like they have, they have times where WWE like works with like family feud, stuff like that. Yes. Um, like Ms. Maurice. I feel like they're a household name um to some extent but i feel like it's it's easier now than it was back then because there's so many more ways Mm -hmm. to um to like reach different audiences so yeah all right well i got two more questions for you and i i know you are a huge fan of dolph ziggler back in the day I I saw a lot. I totally relate to you. Just this girl knows what's up. <laughs> um, so can you tell me more about what draws you to Dolph Ziggler specifically? First of all, Dolph's hot. Like, <laughs> whatever. He's hot. Yeah. He knows he's hot. 
a lot of females know that he's hot. Mm-hmm. So his looks, number one, attract it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like Dolph is such an amazing athlete. I know. Um, mm-hmm. He's so freaking good. Like I can't mm-hmm. wait for him to get another uh, world championship or something because he like, better he girl Dolph fans. It is such a struggle. Like I, I want him to so badly, but you just never know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it sucks. I mean, he's really, really good. And, like, I know. his selling is great. He's great on mm-hmm. the mic. Um, he can literally make you love him or hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of that what it, that's what attracts me um, to, to Dolph. And he's, like, generally, he's a very nice person. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've, like, ever met him. Yeah, or, I've or met him about three times, yeah. Yeah, and he's, like, super chill. Mm-hmm. Like, down to earth he's he's dope really so, funny too yeah but he's definitely hot <laughs> <laughs> i have to agree with that <laughs> now lastly what are some of your either personal or professional goals you would like to achieve in perhaps maybe the next five years i know you obviously said you want to become a household name one day but thinking more near into the future what about the next five years maybe so my goal has always been to um be signed to wwe Mm -hmm. um you know that's what i grew up watching i didn't really when i grew up i didn't really know about impact and Mm -hmm. aew wasn't a thing so my goal has always been to be in wwe like i want to see myself on a wrestlemania stage or i want to see raw next to my name uh on the tv screen Mm -hmm. um or smackdown or nxt um so that's my goal and like at this point in my cur- in my career and with so many different brands, like I want to be somewhere that they're going to use me correctly mm-hmm. and that I'm going to be able to be seen um, at some point. Like I know, obviously it doesn't happen right away, mm-hmm. uh, but that's my goal. I want to be signed to a major um, wrestling promotion. And like you said earlier, have my name be a household name. Um, I don't, I mean, <laughs> I obviously like I, I want kids, Mm -hmm. Uh, but my career is so like my career is my main focus right now. Mm -hmm. So getting a little old, so I might have to adopt, which is always a good idea, but (laughs) aren't you Um, only like 28, 27? I'm 28. 28, Yeah. I heard your eggs stop working after like 30. Oh oh, (laughs) yeah. Well, I, I learned that because of total divas. So (laughs) Nikki and (laughs) Brie went for that consultation, I think. Oh yeah. Oh my God. That's the truth though, too. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, I feel like if it's meant to happen, like Nikki and Brie are 35, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. They turn 36 in November. Yeah. If it's meant to happen, it will happen. And if it happens, you know, it'll happen. I mean, you have to have the mm-hmm. right person. You got to be with the right person. Um, stuff like that. But I mean, my goal right now is obviously very career based. Yes. Um, I would love to move out of my parents' house, but you know, it's a little hard. The yeah. economy is hard nowadays, mm-hmm. but it's okay. You know, yeah. I'd rather, um, I'm very family oriented, so I wouldn't want to move out and like, my parents have any issues with, you know, having a place to live or anything like that. So I'm fine with staying here. I get to put more money towards mm-hmm. wrestling, um, stuff like that. So that is my goal for the next five years, um, to get better, um, and to get a contract. 
Now, before I let you go, can you please just tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? So all of my social media is the same, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and it is Miss Casey Lennox. So it's M-I-S-S-K-A-C-I-L-E-N-N-O-X. And that's, like I said, it's going to be the same across all my social media. Um, And yeah, you can find me there. I post pictures every day or training videos. Mm -hmm. I've gotten into posting training videos more and workout videos more. You can ask me any questions, stuff like that. So that's where they can find me. And she has her own website, guys, with a lot of cool merch. So that's pretty rad. Uh, it's CaseyLennox.com. I totally should have made it Miss Casey Lennox. Ah! It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but yes, it is CaseyLennox.com, and I'll have literally all of my merch on there. So whatever I have in stock is what you will see on there, and I actually need to add more stuff. Ooh, I can't wait to see. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can purchase t-shirts, I have stickers, and pins, and a whole bunch of 8x10s, so it will all be on that website. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Casey. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me.